Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Eslin and I'm the host of this podcast. Super excited that you're joining today, wherever you're listening. I hope everyone's having a great day or night when you're listening to this. This week we're going to be talking about things I've done and added into my lifestyle that have truly just revolutionized the amount of energy I have on a day-to-day basis and just have helped me feel overall better because I have certainly gone through some lengthy phases of being like feeling just exhausted all of the time and feeling like I couldn't make it through a single day without needing to take a power nap or needing to have a second cup of coffee. And I would like to preface this episode by saying I'm not a doctor or an expert with any of what I talk about, honestly. Um, Everything I talk about on this podcast is truly just like from my experience and from, you know, gathering things that I've, you know, seen when I've researched for episodes, but I am truly not an expert. So like take everything I say with a grain of salt and like always consult like your own doctor or physician, whoever, if you're like wanting to, you know, optimize your wellness, of course, but I am just sharing things that I've done that have just truly helped me. And some of them you don't really, I guess, need to consult your doctor but some of them like yes probably but it's honestly none of it's like anything too crazy or too intense that's going to like radicalize your routine that you have right now and like completely uproot it like it's all stuff that can just be gradually integrated into your routine and into your life that can really just improve the quality of your life and the energy you have in my opinion and these are just the things that have personally worked for me and just because it works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you you know, wellness, energy, fitness, health, all of that stuff is not one size fits all, as we all know. So I don't expect anyone to follow this exact same setup that I'm going to be sharing with you all today and get the exact same results. You may follow it to a T and get better results than I have, or you may, and when I say results, I just mean like energy and feeling well. Um, you may have worse results and, you know, it's all subjective and everybody experiences things differently and just keep that in mind so don't you know think that you can do all these things and boom all your problems are fixed but I just had like a revelation like a couple weeks ago and I was like I have just now noticed that like I have like have very like self-sustained energy all I go off of is like one cup of coffee in the morning I occasionally have a second one but like it's very rare when I have a second one and I don't have any other form of caffeine really during the afternoon um and I do that because I know it does affect my sleep a little bit I just sleep more restlessly if I have like too much caffeine too late in the day but yeah I mean like I don't take any like stimulant stimulant style of medicine or anything and I'm not like condemning anybody that does because I know that it's totally necessary for so many people but I am just sharing like my situation so that you can like better understand what I'm sharing with you all and because I think it's important to kind of like know all the logistics like I don't take any medication at all I'm not prescribed anything right now um I have been prescribed birth control in the past and I am honestly starting to wonder if that played a role in my exhaustion which there's so many factors at play so I don't really know um but it's been about a year since I've been off of it and I felt like my energy has been really good for like the last like six to eight months I would say so that's just where I'm at um so I don't know it's not a I don't know if it's a direct cause or if there's a direct correlation but I never will know I guess but um that's just like my background I guess you could say because I wanted to at least share that so that you all could get a true raw real like this is my routine and like this is how I am and like what I typically do instead of like me just like sharing these things these things that have helped me and then you not really knowing like anything that I do on like a regular basis like what how much caffeine I have if I have caffeine like the sleep I'm getting if I'm on any kind of like medication or whatever I feel like all of that stuff can really affect your energy so I thought it was important to at least just like share that with you all but before we get into the bulk of the episode y'all know I like to start off with a quote of the week and a goal and gratitude So my quote for this week is from Pinterest and it is, do not think less of yourself just because today you are not at your best. I love this quote so much and I think a lot of times I am somebody that does this. I will have a bad day, whether that bad day is 
being labeled a bad day because I have just been in a bad mood or if it's because I felt like I messed something up with work or maybe I took too long on something at work or I just wasn't as productive as I wanted to be or somebody hurt my feelings or you know whatever it is maybe I'm just tired and a lot of times all of those negative feelings you can really get yourself in a position where you're sort of being way too hard on yourself and just thinking less of yourself overall just because you know you weren't having your best day and you weren't at your best and that's okay like we're human we can't be expected to function at 100% all of the time and we also can't be expected to function at perfect levels of productivity perfect levels of accuracy perfect levels of consistency it is totally human and totally normal to have fluctuations day in and day out based on what your best is that day and you know obviously your best does have some sort of bare minimum and like some sort of threshold to it and it's okay if you're not at that all the time because what you can give each day is totally different and I know I've talked about that so many times that I think that this quote is such a good reminder to not think less of yourself like it says just because you aren't at that best point like you are you know your your self-worth is not tied to and should not be affected and it is not affected by you know any amount of productivity achievement or whatever it is that you have in your head as a standard for each day so it's just a really good reminder and my goal for this week is to go on like more walks or like longer walks I guess I don't know I have like just been craving doing that lately and like each time I've like planned to go on one it like it hasn't happened for whatever reason um and I do go on walks like every day like with my dog obviously and I typically will take like a longer one either in the morning or afternoon it just depends on like what time I get up and how much time I have but I want to like go elsewhere to walk if that makes sense um like so like a more intentional walk not just like a I'm walking my dog for like 20 minutes walk or something like that so I want to do that I don't know I've just been in the mood to do that lately I think it's just like such a great form of exercise and I just won't be able to enjoy going on walks in probably like a month because of the heat in Houston so I would like to get some in before it gets too hot so I just want to like go on one like nice walk um at some point this week but I've been loving going to spin class. I've been going like, well, I didn't, this past week I went, let's see, I went Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then I'm going to be going Saturday. So four times, which is like so huge for me. I feel like if you've been listening for a long time, you probably remember when I would literally say, I'm not the type of person that could go to spin more than once a week because I would get sick of it. And here I am and I'm going all the time, but I think it's just because I'm like, I'm in so much more of a habit with it. And I actually like feel like I understand like how, not how to do it because obviously you just go and you attend the class, but I know what I'm doing more so in terms of like the different positions and like just, I don't know, I feel more like confident in my ability to go to a class and you know, like, actually, like, make it through, and not that it needs to be, like, completed a certain way or anything, but I think part of the reason why I, like, kept myself at only going once a week for a while, well, one, because that's just, like, what was best for my membership in terms of, like, what I was paying for, but now that I have, like, a more unlimited style, like, access because of having gym pass through work, I've just been going so much more, and I think I also, like, subconsciously know I'm, like, okay, I need to take, like, full advantage of, having this like unlimited access to a spin studio because I would never pay for it because it's so expensive (laughs) or at least I wouldn't like right now um it's so expensive so I've just been really enjoying doing that and I would ideally like to like not necessarily do strength training in the terms in terms of like progressive overload with you know lifting really heavy weights but I definitely want to I think to start doing more like full body style workouts with like light weights and maybe just more reps because it's a little bit more gentle for me and doing that like once a week and easing that back in because I love spin so much but like if I'm not like working out my all of my muscles like my back muscles which you get a little bit of a back and arm workout during spin but if I'm not like really like exercising those muscles with weights like I know that I could 
get hurt easily, I guess, doing other things if I ever want to try them. And I also know that like being in good shape with weights is also really important for doing things like cardio. So when I spin or go on walks or whatever, I just think it's really good to have like that versatile, I don't know, workout routine. And I just, I feel my best when I have like a little bit of variety, I guess you could say, instead of being so heavily into weight training, which is like the way I was like this time last year, or just only doing cardio, which is kind of like what I'm doing right now. I'm doing very few things with weights, but I'd like to slowly start doing that because I kind of like feel like I'm getting the energy back to do that. So I don't know. But anyways, my gratitude for this week, I am just grateful for working from home. I know that I've used this as gratitude before, but I just had multiple moments this week where I was like, wow, I'm really thankful that I'm able to work from home. Like there's just been moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, if I couldn't work from home, like this would have been really difficult. Like for example, three of the spend classes I, or two of the spend classes I've gone to so far this week, I'm recording this on Friday, um, later at night, but I went to those spend classes super last minute. And if I had to like work in an office, I just like with traffic and like on the days like that, I mean, any day that I would be in office, like just the traffic to get to like a spend studio, like from work and then get back home and I would probably like not be as motivated to go to a spin studio if I was in an office all day or go do any workout for that matter I was just thinking like I booked those workouts so last minute because I was able to just like grab a workout set once I got to a stopping point with my work throw it on grab a protein bar and head out the door whereas like you can't make that type of last minute decision to like go to a spin class when you're working in an office all day long um you have to plan for that (laughs) so you can't really do it last minute like that So I don't know. I just thought like for that reason, I'm really thankful for it. I'm also really thankful for it because um, this morning I had therapy and I went to Starbucks and got a coffee because that's like my routine. Every other Friday I go out and get a coffee and um, on my way to therapy and then I go to therapy and then I come home and I'm home like at 8.55. So it's like perfect timing for me getting on the work. But this morning, I accidentally had put in the wrong street address for my therapist's office. And it took me, like, on the opposite, like, side of the block. So, like, not far at all. But I was, like, really confused with where I was at when I arrived. I was like, this is not my therapist's office. But I was like, I feel like I'm really close to it. So I, like, had to kind of go, like, in circles because I was on, like, a one-way. And I was like, where am I going? And I had to figure it out. And then I finally got... um, I figured it out and I was like, okay, now it's 8.05. I've cut five minutes into my therapy time. Fabulous. I was like frantic and um, I walked in and then I got to my therapist's office and the door was shut and the lights were off and I was like, wait, do I have therapy today? And I was really confused. I was like, I know it's been two weeks since my last appointment, so what the heck? And I was just really confused. So then I checked my email because I was like, I guess I need to double check to make sure I actually do have an appointment this week or like if she emailed me or whatever. And my appointment was at 8.30, but they're usually, or they've, I say usually, I've been to like three other appointments, but I, they've always been at 8 a.m. And it was at 8.30 today for some weird reason. So I was like, oh, I'm actually earlier. And I was sitting here freaking out because I thought I was late. And I was thinking to myself, this would have like stressed me out so much more if I had to like be in office, um, and like get ready for the day and like commute to an office too like after the point the appointment but being able to come back home and like be in like the comfy clothes that I wore to my appointment and just log right on the work um when I got home even though it was a little bit later than I usually get on it's like that was so nice and I feel like people are just more understanding of it than if we were to be working in person full-time so I don't know um that was like such a long tangent but I am very thankful for it and um you know, some parts of me, like, sometimes I'm like, wow, like, I think working in person would be nice, but I think of that with certain jobs and professions, not specific to, like, my job. If you're, like, on a computer all day, like, I just don't see a point in, like, you needing to be in office, like, at all. Um, So, but, like, other professions, like, going, physically going to, like, your location every day, I could see that, like, I mean, I wouldn't have an issue with it, I guess, in other professions, but, like, I'm just very thankful, like, specifically in my profession that I'm able to do this. Um, But, yeah, that's my gratitude. And now getting into the episode, so the very first thing, well, first before I say that, actually, um, I know I briefly mentioned it, but I used to struggle so, so hard 
all throughout college, all throughout college, um, with just absolutely crashing at like 2 to 3 p.m. I would have, I couldn't ever escape 2 p.m. classes and 3.30 classes in college. They were like the most popular time slot for business school classes besides like your 9.30 and 11 a.m. classes. And I could never escape them. Like I always had to be in a class at that time. And if I wasn't in a class at that time, I was usually having to do something else, whether that was I had office hours um, or something like that. And it was always super frustrating because I felt like no matter the amount of sleep I got, no matter if I had a second cup of coffee, I would crash. And I had posted about it on my Instagram stories and been like, Has anybody, does anybody know like how to fix this? This is so frustrating. I remember during my on, uh, virtual internship with my big four firm in summer of 2020, I went through the same thing. And I just felt like no matter what, I either needed a power nap in the middle of the afternoon or I needed a second cup of coffee. And that second cup of coffee usually wouldn't do much for me. And the other worst part about it is that I would literally like fall asleep in class sometimes like I would be actively taking notes but that would not stop my eyes from shutting and me like writing completely illegibly all over my page and having no idea what my notes said because I was dozing off in class and it was so hard to deal with and it was just so hard feeling like I had to like make my days work around that because I just knew I was like completely checked out from like 2 p.m to like 5 p.m And granted, I will say I still get in a lull at that time. And I feel like my, um, not necessarily my productivity, but I feel like just like my overall efficiency isn't as strong in those hours. But I definitely don't feel near the level of exhaustion that I used to at that time of day. Like now it's more so like my brain feels kind of tired and my brain's kind of like going into a lull state. Whereas before it was like, I need to sleep right now. Like my brain's not working. Like I'm physically exhausted, exhausted. I need to sleep. Whereas now it's like I can deal with it and work through it and it's nowhere near as bad. So that's a little bit of a background and I didn't ever, I don't ever recall struggling with that in high school, honestly. So that's the other weird thing. I started birth control like uh, late in my senior year of high school and I got off of it like a year ago and I got on it because my periods just got like really, really bad. Um, And I needed to be on it for my periods like way before that. Like my mom would tell me all the time, like she's like, there's no reason like you need to be like putting yourself through what you're going through. Um, But I was just so hesitant to get on it for whatever reason. And um, I like now looking back, I'm like, wow, like I don't ever recall really getting that tired in high school. And I never really slept in high school that often or I didn't get good sleep or long sleep. I was literally in school from, you know, 7.30 to, what, 3. And then I would immediately play a sport, and then I'd come home and, like, study. and Like, I I could just do marathon days like that, and no problem, you know? And then all of college, like, everything just instantly turned into, like, having the slump, I feel like. So the timeline of, like, losing my energy and then gaining it back <laughs> does kind of coincide with, like, when I went on birth control. So I don't know, like I'm not a doctor, like I said, so please don't like take that as me saying like, oh, if you get off birth control, your energy is going to be resolved. So I'm just saying it's like a little suspicious, you know? Um, And I also just, I don't know. It's just weird to me that like now that I'm thinking about it, that's kind of what the timeline was like. And yeah, but my very first thing is getting outside in the morning before you start your day. Now, I will say that I've been doing this every day since I've had my dog, Ella, which has been quite some time since I was uh, early in my sophomore year of college. But I truly think that getting yourself in the sun or outside, even if it's not sunny out first thing every day, and not even necessarily first thing, just before you start your work for the day. So, you know, like if you have to leave for work or if you're going to be... working from home, just try and get outside. And it could be as simple as just like walking outside to drink your cup of coffee. It could be sitting on your patio or porch or balcony, whatever you have, or if you don't have any of that, literally maybe like lay out a towel in your grass and just like sit there or go on a walk or something. But I truly think that 
being in nature first thing when you wake when you wake up it's just truly like kind of in tune with our natural rhythm because it's like you know our body's waking up because of the sun so like getting in the sun that gives you like a little bit of energy and it sort of signifies like the start of your day when you're getting that direct sunlight and this is especially important for those of you who work from home um especially all the time because it's so easy especially if you don't have a pet um that needs to go outside it i can truly imagine like how easy it is to just you know wake up in the morning at the last possible minute and just roll out of bed and get straight on your computer and your pajamas which like there's nothing wrong with that but if you're wanting to optimize your day and your energy there's better ways to do so in my opinion and doing that you know you're really not allowing yourself to have a clear separation between sleeping and like waking up and starting your work for the day and starting your day in general so it's kind of in alignment with the whole grounding concept which if you've never heard of grounding grounding is sort of essentially i think it's also called earthing but it's honestly i want to say it's a form of therapy technically but it's basically just doing anything that connects you to the earth whether that's you know standing barefoot in the grass or in sand or whatever it is um and i think that it's supposed to like really help from what i've read it's supposed to really help your cortisol in the morning which is um you know when you want to help your cortisol be lower in the morning because it's sort of like a stress hormone from what i understand i could be saying this completely wrong this is not what i have my degree in like i said but um it's just really i don't know i just think it's kind of like a form of that just getting outside in the morning and maybe it technically isn't but i like to think of it as that because it's me getting sunlight it's me you know taking a short walk in the morning sometimes a longer walk and just really help me connect with the earth through like my senses whether like you know i'm hearing birds chirping i'm hearing the trees move in the wind i'm looking at the sun you know peek through the trees and cast shadows on the ground and i just like try to be really aware of all of that stuff and it really just i feel like helps me be very present and just sort of like bring myself down because it's so easy to just like wake up in the morning and be really high strung worried about your tasks that you have for the day and especially if you're somebody who checks your phone first thing in the morning like as you're in bed that is like instantly spiking your cortisol levels so I think that it's something that can really help bring you back down to earth and just reconnect. And I don't know, that's just kind of my take on it. Um, and I know a lot of people think of grounding too as like um, breath work and things like that. And just, I don't know, I think that it can be really helpful. But that's, I like to think of it as that, I guess. And the next thing is using a sunrise simulator alarm clock. I have the hatch. And I could not be a bigger advocate for it. I, one of my dreams is for them to sponsor me and I know they do work with influencers. So I need to make some moves there to try and like get that to work because I have never loved a product more. It is unreal. So basically what it does is you set an alarm on the app and it's like connected through Bluetooth and you can like set up a certain like shade of the light. Like I have it kind of just um simulating like a normal like sunrise and then there's a bunch of different sounds you can choose from i've cycled through a couple because i've had our hatch alarm clock for a while now so i got sick of some of the sounds relatively quickly so i right now i have like a calm ocean sound when i wake up and then um i've had like birds chirping i've had like a wind chime type of situation i've had a bunch of different things and there's like some dupes for these on amazon I don't think they're the exact same, so I don't necessarily want to call them a dupe, but I do think that they are very similar. But I truly love this thing so much, and here's why. So I actually used to, when I was in college, I used this app called Sleep Timer, which this is like another way and a much, like a cheap, actually not even cheap, it's free, a free version of this type of alarm clock, but without the light simulator part of it, which I think is a very important part of it. But if you don't want to spend the money on the amazon version of this alarm clock or on the hatch alarm clock definitely download like the sleep timer app and basically it the sleep timer app it would um if you set your alarm for like eight 
then you could like set it to where 30 minutes before or 15 minutes before or 45 minutes before that's when your alarm would like start going off but I think it like gradually gets lighter or louder or something and then it wakes you up in like your lightest sleep or maybe it like detects from I think it detects from your breathing your lightest sleep that's what it is um and then it'll start sounding when it detects like your breathing to be in your lightest sleep I don't really know how it works but I swore by it in college like I thought that it was like pretty effective um but the hatch alarm clock so I like will set my alarm for say 6 45 so then at 6 15 the light will come on but it'll be really really dim kind of like a sunrise when it first starts you know when the sun first starts rising and it will just gradually get brighter as it gets close to my alarm time and the sound won't start really going on until um the actual alarm time so the light is supposed to sort of help you wake up less abruptly and it's a lot lot less abrupt than like a normal like iphone alarm And it has helped me so much. I find that I pretty much always, unless I'm like truly exhausted, I always wake up like 10 minutes before the alarm actually goes off because that phase of the light is just what tends to wake me up. But like this morning, for example, I was really tired because I've had two nights this week where I've had to get up like pretty early, like out of my routine. And I think that that really affected me this morning when I was trying to wake up. And, um... As a result, I woke up like a minute after my alarm had been going off, which like that like normally never happens. But the reason I love this so much and why I think it's helped my energy is because I truly just feel like it does a great job of waking me up in a much more natural way instead of, you know, this abrupt, oh, this really loud sound's going off all of a sudden. I need to get up despite it being pitch black in my room. You know, I think our, I mean, not I think, I know our bodies are in alignment with you know, sun, our circadian rhythms are in alignment with sunrises and sunsets and like at nighttime, that's when we're, you know, our bodies are meant to be sleeping and like that kind of thing. So having an alarm clock that mimics that sunrise, but like not actually having to wake up at the time the sun rises is so helpful because it's like, oh, I, you know, the sun has risen in my room, like (laughs) from this light and it's like this certain level of lightness So my body is telling me it's time to get up. So like you just feel naturally more awake in my opinion. Um, And that's what I have experienced. And I've had this product for quite some time, I think since like October. And I also really love it for the bedtime routine aspect. I always put on a red light through the alarm clock. Just turns the room red. Um, It's supposed to be really calming, I guess, for going to sleep. And I always um, have the ocean sound playing. And I'll normally have that on while I'm like reading before bed. And it really just helps me unwind and calm down and have that clear separation between like my work day and going to bed. And then the next thing um, is reading before bed. So like I just mentioned, I do try to read before bed. But this has been really helpful because I often struggle with having like that true separation between work and going to bed, especially with busy season where you know I may be working really late into the night and then having to just like I would be trying to squeeze every ounce of sleep I could get out of my night so I would just roll into bed and like try to go to sleep right away but my brain has been looking at a computer all day long so why am I expecting it to be able to like just shut off and go to sleep immediately when I lay in bed like that's not how it's gonna work especially when my eyes are that strained and drained from staring at a screen for so long so I also um have just really enjoyed doing this because it's just a way to relax and I think it truly does make you like more sleepy like I truly feel like I just get so much more sleepy so much more quickly when I read before bed and it just helps me like get into that sleep mindset and I'm even reading on my Kindle but I just have like the light down really low on it and I'll just even if it's like 10 pages or a chapter I'll read before bed and I just really feel like it's a great way to get your mind to just you know calm down prepare itself for sleep and go to bed. Just think of me how many times like you get in bed. I don't know, maybe this doesn't happen to you, but it happens to me all the time where I get in bed and my mind is going a million miles per minute and it's thinking all these different things. I'm stressing about stuff. I'm thinking of things I need to do and my brain just won't shut up. I will say like 9.9 times out of 10 if I read before bed and I don't get on my phone between reading and like putting the book down or Kindle down to go to sleep, I notice that 
9.9 times out of 10, I will fall asleep pretty quickly, pretty easily. And I'm not really going to struggle as much with having those wandering thoughts because reading just really helps with that. The next thing is trying to time when I go to sleep so that I wake up in my lightest um, REM cycle and like my lightest phase of sleep. So I will say, if you want to figure this out for yourself, um, nectar.com, like nectar, it's like a mattress in a box company, I think. I tried to find something online. I was like, I bet there's some kind of little like sleep calculator that people could use. And sure enough, Nectar has one where you like put in the time that you like need to wake up in the morning and then it tells you which optimal times for you to go to bed for you to like have the best sleep and wake up in your like lightest phase of sleep and how many sleep cycles you'll go through. So it's like if you want to go through or if you want like nine hours of sleep versus like seven and a half like going from six cycles, four cycles, whatever. But I basically will try and always time it because our sleep cycles are 90 minutes long. And during that 90 minutes, your brain goes through like a bunch of different stages. And it's so like life-changing to me to realize, okay, like there's an optimal time for me to wake up based on what time I'm going to bed. This is obviously a lot easier to do if you're a very routine person and go to bed and wake up at the same time like every single day. But for example, say I wanted to wake up at 8.30 a.m. in the morning, which I have this in front of me on the Nectar Sleep Cycle Calculator. I could go to bed at 11.30 and I would get nine hours of sleep and go through six sleep cycles. Personally, I don't do well on nine hours of sleep. It's too much for me. My body naturally wakes up after about seven and a half or eight. And I often find that when I fall back asleep for that extra hour, I generally feel a lot more groggy and tired, especially if it's going from eight to nine hours and not seven and a half to nine hours. Or I could go to bed at 1 a.m. if I wanted to get seven and a half hours of sleep and go through five sleep cycles. So that's like my ideal time. And that's just how my body works. And you have to really know your body and what works for you and what doesn't. I have friends and family members that can sleep for 10 hours if they wanted to. I have never, ever, ever in my life been that person. I just naturally get up after like seven and a half hours. I don't know why my body does that, but it always has. And I feel like it always will. Um, so this has been so, this is something I started doing more recently and say in the last two weeks. So I will always like count before I realized that Nectar had a sleep calculator. Now I could just easily go in and do that, but I would always just count backwards in 90 minute increments from the time I needed to wake up, um, until I got like to the seven and a half hour mark basically, because I knew I didn't want nine hours of sleep and I knew I didn't want six hours of sleep. And it's so funny because I remember in high school, I would, I never really got a lot of sleep. Like I normally got anywhere from like five to seven hours probably. But a lot of times I felt better off of, I would be confused because on some nights I'd be like, wow, I slept like an hour longer last night than I did two nights ago, but I feel so much more exhausted today. And I think it's because, you know, I was just waking up in my heaviest stage of sleep and I wasn't really like paying, I mean, I didn't know any of this. And Um, I would always think it was so weird how, like, I would function better off of, like, I don't know, four and a half hours of sleep instead of, like, six and a half or seven because that six and a half and seven would be in the middle of a, like, deep sleep cycle, whereas the four and a half, like, I'd be waking up after or, like, right at the end of a heavy sleep cycle or before I got into a heavy sleep cycle. And I'm pretty sure I'm saying all of this right. Like, I'm literally reading it from the website. Um, so hopefully the website's not wrong, but I started doing that and it's been a game changer for me. And going off of that, I think it's so important to get your body used to some sort of routine. So I think that going to sleep and waking up around the same time every day is such a game changer for your energy. It can like, I've noticed, especially since starting like a full-time job, I, if I like sleep in really late or like really late compared to what I do during the week, one day on the weekend, like say I sleep in until nine because I went to bed at like 1230 or one on like Friday night. I feel so tired on that Saturday and just off for like two days because I completely threw things off. But I think if you are generally waking up and going to bed within like an hour of the same time, most of the time, it's probably going to be fine because I think it's close enough in my opinion. But I truly think that this is something that's so overlooked and 
I think that maybe in college, the reason why I struggle with my energy a lot was also because of this, because I didn't really have like a set sleep schedule. Like on the days when I had class really early, I'd be getting up a lot earlier and I had never really slept in late, but I mean, I was definitely getting more sleep on some nights compared to others, especially when it came to like the weekend and stuff. So I think that that had a big impact on my energy levels then, but I've just truly noticed since I've done this that I've like learned myself and I'm like, okay, I know that I do better on seven and a half compared to nine hours. So like I always time like, okay, my alarm is at seven o'clock. So now I, you know, need to make sure that I'm going to bed by or in bed by this time so that I can ideally be asleep by this time. That's the hard part of it. If you don't fall asleep right away, it can be hard to time this right, but you get the idea. You don't want to necessarily be getting under the covers and getting into bed right at the time that you should be going to sleep. Like you would ideally get into bed like 20 minutes probably before so that you have time to like get comfortable, get settled and like mentally wind down. And the next thing is taking my vitamins mid morning. So I have like read everywhere that it's best to take your vitamins in the morning. And I know that it's easiest to take them in the morning in terms of remembering when to take them. But because I work from home most days of the week, I like to take them mid-morning. So like think, I say mid-morning, but it's more so like mid-morning to early afternoon. So like 11 a.m. to like noon. That's when I like to take them. And I like to take them at this time because I found... I don't know, I used to always take them right when I would wake up and then I would have coffee. And when you do that, it's not as effective for your vitamins, like actually absorbing them when you drink coffee, like right after you're taking your vitamins or within like an hour of taking your vitamins. So, and I learned that because my dad, one time when I was at home, he was, he had gone to the doctor and he had to take some sort of vitamin or medication or something for he had lower high levels or something I don't know and he was so confused because he went to um the doctor and the doctor was like oh you know your levels of this are really high or really low I don't remember which one it was and my dad was like that's weird I you know took my medication like I always do and the doctor was like did you have coffee he was like yes and the, doc- the doctor like told him well you know that's gonna affect your body's absorption of the vitamin or whatever he was taking And then so he came home and like he was like looking it up and he was telling me, he was like, I had no idea. Like my whole life I've been taking, I've been drinking my coffee right after my vitamins and I just didn't realize it was affecting um, me. And I was like, okay, makes sense. And I started looking at it and I guess because like your caffeine intake um, increases, you know, the amount that you're urinating, like it can decrease the concentration of the vitamins that are soluble in water from what I read. So it's best to wait like an hour after taking your morning morning vitamins to take them. And that's just what I've read. Um, once again, I'm not a doctor. And yeah, I started doing this probably like eight months ago, six months ago, something like that. And I just really feel like it has helped so much. Like I actually feel... I don't know. And maybe, like I said, there's so many factors at play, you know, like having a consistent sleep routine, getting enough sleep, all this stuff. But I would take, all I take is a multivitamin, like just literally the Target generic brand of women's multivitamins. I take vitamin C little tablets because I have a horrible immune system, thanks to mono, getting that like my senior year of college. And then I also um, take seed, the probiotic, prebiotic, it's a symbiotic pill, but probiotic, prebiotic, whatever. Um, and I take that and I feel like I, I don't know. I, I used to try and take like vitamin B6 and B12 and like, I just felt like it didn't do anything for me. And I feel like if I tried taking it again now, which there's a high concentration of it in my multivitamins. Um, and I feel like that probably helps me with like my sustain more sustained energy throughout the afternoon. Um, so I normally will take them like at least an hour after I've had my coffee, which I normally drink my coffee around like 8.30 or 9-ish. And then usually around like 10.30 or 11, sometimes 11.30, that's when I'll have like some sort of a protein smoothie or a snack. And after I eat, then I will have the vitamins like with water. And I just think that that's helped me a lot. And I don't know, maybe you don't agree with me. Maybe it's not right, but that's what I've read and I think it's worked for me. 
The next thing is working out, especially in the evenings. So I wanted to be a morning workout person so badly, and I am sometimes, but it's definitely not something that I can do and sustain over a long period of time because I just get really, really tired throughout the rest of the day, and I genuinely just think I do better with workouts after I've ate more throughout the day and after I've just been awake for a longer period of time. And I've noticed that because I've gone to a lot of spin classes early in the morning. Like when I was studying for the CPA, I went to spin like every single Wednesday morning at 6.30 a.m. And I would always feel just like completely drained, no energy after. Like I would have like that sort of endorphin rush, but I just like an hour after that, I would just feel really, really drained and exhausted. Whereas now I've been doing the spin classes instead at 6.30 p.m., and I'll, you know, take a break from work. I will eat a protein bar and then I'll go to spend and I'll come back home and cook dinner and eat dinner and then finish up work if I have to. And I literally use it as like caffeine in the evening. Like that's how I think of my workouts. Like for example, on Tuesday night, I had a long day of work on Tuesday and I thought to myself, I'm feeling really mentally exhausted and drained. I don't feel like I have the mental capacity to work the remaining hours that I have to work tonight and I knew I had like four or five hours of work to do and it needed to be done right away and this was at like 5 p.m and I was like you know what I'm gonna book a spin class and I'm gonna go because if I go I'll have the energy after the spin class to finish this work that might sound so counterintuitive and crazy but I swear to you guys it gives me energy and I don't think that this would be as true with strength training and like lifting weights because that just requires like so much energy and so does going to spin class it's just like two different types of energy you know like it's cardiovascular energy and then it's like you know like I don't know like putting a lot of stress on my body and also cardiovascular energy and I just get much more of an endorphin high from intense cardio classes such as spin so I did that Tuesday night I came home I Um, we got dinner delivered because I didn't want to take the time to cook and I just wanted to go ahead and start, um, my work. And that's what I did. And I was able to work no problem for those remaining hours. And like, I feel no complaints about it. Like I, it, it's just, I don't know. It's worked so well for me with working full time. And maybe I wouldn't feel this way if I was working full time, but it's so nice to look forward to at the end of the day. Like it literally gets me through my day knowing that I have like a spin class booked or knowing that I'm going to be doing whatever workout And I encourage you to like put it in your calendar just so like you know you have it to look forward to and to like treat it as like any other obligation. And it's truly transformative. And I don't know, I just have really been enjoying doing that. And I think that, you know, you need to do what works best for you and listen to your body. And if that means working out early in the morning, do that. If that means working out on your lunch break, do that. Um, And if it means in the evening, do that. But the other reason I like it is not only does it allow me to like you know, keep working through the evening, but it also, like, if I were to just go and lay in bed, like, shower, make dinner, and then go to bed, I'd be able to fall asleep a lot quicker because I made myself tired, whereas on the days when I'm sitting at my desk all day and I don't work out, I have such a harder time falling asleep because I haven't done anything very, like, physically demanding, and I haven't really gotten my heart rate up and worn myself out because I've just been stationary all day, so of course when I'm trying to go to bed, I feel very restless because I've just been sitting all day or I've just been, you know, stationary in one spot and that makes things so hard to fall asleep. So I truly think, you know, trying this out, figuring out what time of day works for you. And the thing is, you're not going to know. You're not going to be like, oh, I want to work out in the morning. So that means I'm a morning workout person. Like, no, you need to think to yourself, I, you know, want, I need to try these things to figure out which one works best for me because you're not going to know until you try so you have to experiment with it you have to see what works best you know for a long period of time I was trying out the morning and it was it was fine for that period of time but like I could not do that and then work a full day after it now because it just wouldn't work for me personally so know yourself do what works best for you both in terms of the timing and the type of workout that you're doing and the next thing is to stretch after sitting at a desk all day so if you are at a desk job this is like just very self-explanatory but even if it's just literally laying on the ground and putting your feet up on the wall with like your butt up against the wall that I've heard and I've seen help so much with your circulation 
and just any type of little stretching because it's just not normal for your body to be like sitting stationary all day long and that will help you so much with going to sleep and I will even just like lay in bed and I'll like you know twist my I'll like bend my leg and I'll twist it over across like I'll cross my left leg over to my right side and I will just like let that stretch like my back and my hip and then I'll like lay in bed and I'll do like a butterfly position while laying down to stretch out my hips and just little things like that because your body's going to feel so restless if you try to go to sleep um, after literally just sitting all day without any type of stretching. The next thing is going on walks or going outside midday. So not only am I telling you to go outside in the morning if you can, I'm also telling you to go on a midday walk. Um, I so look forward to walking out in the afternoons because I feel like it's just rejuvenating for me, like getting in the sun and getting that vitamin D just like makes me have like a little bit of like energy and I just feel like a little bit of jolt and revival of being awake and I just think it helps so much for me personally and um, I really like it too because I don't know like the sun I guess is just like at its like highest point usually when I'm walking here in the afternoon and I just love the way like it feels on my skin to just like be standing there and soaking it up and it's the best feeling and I think that if you go on a walk midday it's like a great way to sort of just wake yourself up all over again and this is something like I use my afternoon walks for Ella like when I was in college they were often shorter than like the morning walks because I was normally like in between classes so I was trying to hurry and now I notice like because I take her on longer walks usually in the afternoon and sometimes it is in the morning but on the days where I do it in the afternoon I just feel more awake and like ready to sit down and work again after I've taken her on a longer walk as opposed to if I'm just like quickly, you know, taking her and like doing the shortest but sufficient enough walk to walk her, I just feel so much better when I like come upstairs to work and I'm like, okay, now I'm working. I feel rejuvenated, re-energized. I got a little bit of time in the sun and I just feel like that revived me. I don't know. It does something to you truly. And you may not think so, but try it and then let me know <laughs> if you don't think so. And the next thing is having a green smoothie in the afternoon. I have talked about before how everybody slanders green powders on TikTok and like on the internet. Everybody's like, they don't work, they're gimmicky, like whatever. Maybe they are, but they work for me, okay? Like I use the, um, what is the brand? Um, Amazing Grass is the brand. And I just use the greens, like superfood powder. I've been using this for over a year. I put a scoop in with... H-E-B sells this frozen papaya, strawberry, and mango blend, and I find that, like, those types of fruits and, like, pineapple um, go really well with the greens powder, so I'll do a little bit of that frozen fruit. I'll do mainly coconut water, splash of pineapple juice, splash of orange juice if I have it, but if I don't, I don't use it, and then I'll do a scoop of my collagen that I use from JS Health um, because it's, like, a citrusy flavor, and then I will do a scoop of the Amazing Grass Greens powder. And I swear, like, because, yes, it's not, you're not eating, like, whole real vegetables. um, So, obviously, like, the preferred way to get your vegetable intake is to have those vegetables in their real form and not in this powder. And that's the thing. Like, if you're getting your daily servings of fruits and veggies, like, this totally is not necessary for you. But I probably get it, like, half of the week and then half the week I don't but I pay attention to it so like if I eat if I make a salad at home for lunch if I order a salad and have a bunch of veggies in it I'm like okay I don't need this and my greens powder smoothie today and I'll just have the salad but if I had you know buttered noodles at lunch and I had like an English muffin for breakfast or something I'm like wow I'm feeling very deficient in my fruits and veggies and I am like so in tune with my body now that I can feel that difference So I will be like, I need to make this green smoothie, Um, especially if I don't have any vegetables in my fridge or fruits because the greens powder basically just has has more than your daily serving, I think, of fruits and veggies. So I'll make that into a smoothie and I usually drink that in between like lunch and dinner. And I just, I don't know. I truly think it helps because like, how are you expecting your body to function at its best when you're not giving it the bare minimum of nutrients that it needs. You know what I mean? Like 
it's kind of wild on the days where I actually eat, like, I feel like the bare minimum amount of, you know, like the proteins, the fats, the carbs, the veggies, the fruits, and I just really feel like I get all of those nutrients in with whole foods, I feel like freaking Wonder Woman. Like, I feel like a completely different person as compared to the days where I'm really lacking and getting those nutrients in. So that's just me personally. So you can try it if you want and you totally can just laugh at me and say, no, those are literally gimmicky. I don't care what you say. But I've been doing it over a year almost every day. For a period of time, I was doing it every single day, but I've been eating a lot more salads lately than I used to. So because of that, I don't do it every day, but I definitely still do at least half the week, and I don't know. I also will say that on the first day of my period, especially now that I'm off birth control, like I have the most miserable cramps in the world, and I will, when I drink the green smoothie, I promise you, it helps the cramps so much, and I like had the random thought. I was like, wait, I wonder if like having this would help and for whatever reason it does. And it's probably because I'm getting like the proper amount of vitamins that I need. And without the greens powder, sometimes I'm not getting that proper amount of vitamins. So my body's just probably in more pain because of that. And that could totally be like, you may think that that's, you know, not real either, but I've noticed that it helps. So I always make sure on the first day of my period that I like right as my cramps like start to you know kick in I'll drink a full one a full smoothie with a scoop of that grains powder and my cramps aren't as bad like because there's been days like I remember when I was home for Christmas I didn't have my greens powder and I started my period when I was at home I was miserable it was on Christmas Eve I had to go another thing that'll really help in my opinion with period cramps is some form of like light exercising and being in the sun. I had, I like felt so unwell Christmas Eve. Like I couldn't eat anything. Like I was inside and I went and sat on my parents' patio in the sun and literally just like the vitamin D was like the only thing helping me. Um, so that I like, my cramps felt a lot less worse when I was outside. And then when I would go inside for like an hour, it would get worse again. And I didn't have the greens powder. And like, I noticed, I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I had my greens powder so I could make that smoothie and my cramps could be better because taking like Tylenol just does not help me. So that's just me personally though. And then going off of that, um, once again, I'm literally not telling you, you have to do any of these things. I just feel like I have to disclaim literally everything. Cause I don't want somebody to like take this and run with it and think I'm like telling you, you have to do this, or this is the only way to go because it's clearly not. This is just what has worked for me. I like to have more s- small and frequent meals throughout the day, as opposed to having fewer meals and all of those meals being really heavy and I also think going along with that eating breakfast every morning is so important for your energy and your metabolism and I've always been a breakfast person and I always will be I feel like I'm gonna pass out if I don't eat breakfast within like an hour of me waking up and I truly look forward to it every morning but I truly like to have smaller and I don't even like to call them meals because really it's just like I do have like a breakfast and a lunch and a dinner but they're just smaller and then I'll have like more substantial snacks like throughout the day. So like I am very routine with what I eat every single day and it's just because of the way I am. It's not because I think I need to be and because I'm like forcing myself to stick to this. It's just truly like I will fixate on certain foods and eat them until I'm sick of them and eat them at the same time every day and that's just like how I feel my best. So in the morning, I'll typically have yogurt with granola, typically a Greek yogurt, and fruit. And then in the mid-morning, I'll typically make like a protein smoothie. Um, and I normally don't do like a full scoop of my protein powder, and I'm using like a plant-based protein powder because whey protein that makes my stomach hurt. And I'll just use like a banana, some oats, um, PB2 powder, cinnamon, almond milk, and um, my cinnamon roll protein from JS Health. And I'll sometimes I'll do a full scoop, sometimes I'll do a half scoop, but I'd say most of the time I do a half scoop just because I find that at that time of the day, I'm like, okay, I don't really need like a ton of protein right now. And it's so, so yummy. It like fills me up until I like want to have like an actual lunch. And then um, normally like an hour or two later, sometimes I'll have like a trail mix or some kind of like nut Um, I really like peanuts, pistachios, and I really like the Texas Heat Trail Mix from HEB. So, like, maybe I'll have that. And then at lunchtime, it could be a variety of things. Sometimes it's a salad. Sometimes it's, like, chickpeas and, like, quinoa with, like, a vegetable. Sometimes it's um, 
buttered noodles. Like it's different stuff usually. And sometimes it's not like an actual defined meal like that. And it'll be more like smaller things. But I try to, you know, always have like something like that, even like a PB&J or maybe it's like an English muffin with peanut butter or something like, I don't know, random things like that. And then I'll typically have something again in the afternoon. Um, and that's typically like my green smoothie, or maybe it's just like a fruit smoothie if I've already had my salad for the day, um, or something along the lines of that. And, or dry mango. I love dry mango. I'll eat that in the afternoon sometimes too. And then I'll have like an actual dinner. And that's just what's worked best for me personally. And I think that, um, it works best for me just because it is like such a routine thing. And I also think, um, you can literally look up on the internet, like from reliable sources, like they will say, um, having the more frequent smaller meals is more, it helps for your metabolism to be more efficient as compared to when you're skipping meals, um, and like having like really heavy meals and less of them. And then it's really good for helping stabilize your blood sugar levels. So, I don't know. That's me personally. And I've also had like instances where after like really big heavy meals, like at dinner time, if I say I've had like a really heavy meal because my body, like I think is not used to having a heavy meal. I've like nearly passed out because of like my blood sugar. I don't really know. Like that doesn't happen often, but it's happened before when I've had like a really heavy meal from somewhere. And, um, I have like gone to the doctor and stuff, but like it's something that I don't know, like that I notice with my body personally, I can't do like fewer, more heavy meals. So having less and on a more frequent basis has definitely been a game changer for my energy. But that was the last thing. And this, I also want to say this all happened over like a period of a year or so. So like, don't pressure yourself. Like if you're, you know, trying to experiment with like getting to know your body and, you know, what works best for you, know that it's going to be like a work in progress and it's going to take a lot of time because this is truly something that I've been trying to figure out for so long. Like I've been struggling with my energy for a very, very long time, as I've told you guys, but I'm just now like realizing and getting in tune with my body and realizing, okay, this has helped. This hasn't helped. Um, I don't know if this has helped, but I like doing it. So I'm continuing to do it. And that's how a lot of the things on here are is I don't really know if this is directly contributing, but I think some of the things in combination with other things definitely do contribute. And um, so don't put any pressure on yourself to like make any or all of these or, you know, maybe if you're not even doing any, don't be pressure yourself to make any of them in a small span of time because it takes time to one, get in tune with your body, to learn your body and to figure it out. And you truly just have to like, be real with yourself and like figure out what works best for you and not put that pressure on yourself to figure it out so quickly and think that it's going to be like an overnight fix because it's not. Um, so a lot of it does have to be, or has to do with being in tune with your body and how you function best and what causes you to not function at your best and everything like that. So that is everything. And I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope it was just insightful and it gave you maybe some ideas and inspiration to, you know, figure out like getting in tune with your body and like figuring out what works best for you in terms of optimizing your energy because I know it's something that a lot of us struggle with um, especially like in our late teens and early 20s I feel like it's very common to struggle with this but like I said not an expert on any of this I just wanted to share my personal experience and the things that have helped me so thank you so much for listening be sure to follow in bloom podcast on instagram and join the in bloom podcast facebook group and I will talk to you all next week